Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Considering running no. for president in no. 2024 or 2028. No. Not even no. considering. Oh, no, not at all. This election is a choice about life and death. We didn't defeat Trumpism. This is the most consequential election. They choose that as they sell fear around crime. They sell calm around these perverse gun laws. What we've got right now is not working and it's about to break. Look at the sewage that is online that they amplify on these networks and in social media to dehumanize people. This whole damn border debate is made up. That's how extreme the Republican Party is in the United States of America. It's time to organize, guys. Bottom up, not just top down. Republicans have been organizing bottom up forever. Where the hell are we? As a party to capture the narrative. I honestly, if I were offering him political advice, I'd, I'd tell him to pack up and, and wait a few years. I never trust politicians, so I get why you keep asking. So when I see you in Iowa in 2023, I will uh, play this yeah. for you. New Governor. Hampshire, South Carolina. I'm aware. What else? And now, John Ooh. and Ken present the Gavin Newsom is running for president desk. Uh, Gavin Newsom may be sort of running for president. Mm. Well, may, maybe Gavin Newsom not running for president desk. I go with the first. Yeah, I just think uh, <laughs> it's obvious. These articles have been running that the Democrats are in disarray. Of course, all they do is study polls. And then when you ask them, they go, oh, the election's a year away. But they are getting a little frantic no, no, they're, behind uh, the scenes. They're pooping in their pants. Because these, these poopy britches. There, there is no Biden is dropping like a rock. Every day, more people realize, geez, he's half dead. 
there's no future here. He's half dead. He's half dead. You know, I, mean, I thought you'd go with two-thirds dead at this point. All right. Uh, yeah, let's go with two-thirds dead. I'd say he's 60, uh, 67% dead. <laughs> the John and Ken Show on KFI, live on the iHeartRadio app. Where you have a chance to win money coming up again around 220. We're at the Newsom running for president desk because, again, that's all he seems to be in the news for. Uh, fresh off his yeah. trip to Israel and then China. Uh, apparently, oh no, a UC Berkeley poll says that his approval rating's at an all-time low. Only 49, oh, actually 49% disapprove of his of his uh, performance as governor, according to this new poll. His approval rating is 44%. That's down 11 points since February because the state is going to hell and he's prancing around in China, wiping out uh, little uh, basketball players. Yeah, little eight-year-old basketball players he's flattening. And he, he was grandstanding in Israel trying to exploit the grief there. Meantime, we, our gas is $5.18 a gallon, and it's two ninety one in Texas. And people are fed up with the homeless. They're fed up with the crime stories. Yeah. He gets 66% approval from the Democrats, but it fell 16 that's, points from February. That's low. That is very usually you get twenty five percent now disapprove of his performance. It was only twelve percent because he's early. so they're watching him this year and he's he's in absentia. He, he's gone all the time. He's gone and when he's here, he's bad at his job. He's they say oh he's just raising money for Biden and the Democrats. No other governor's doing this. That's nonsense. I don't care. He's not here and the place has gone to hell. I, I I mean seriously. Well, I thought it had already gone to hell while he was here, but anyway. I, but it but well, there it gets it gets Come worse on. and worse. Last year was pretty ugly. The year before that, he shut us down during the pandemic. That was ugly. He should have been recalled in 2022. But yeah. then again, we let him float around so he could uh, stand in waiting when Biden finally goes he, down. He's not ever going to be president. He is too much of an incompetent boob. This they are smoking some pretty powerful. Weed. If they think Gavin Newsom is going to win anything, he's he's adult, and uh, he'll be exposed very quickly. If he's down to forty four percent in his own state, what's he going to brag about? What is he going to brag about that's going to be real, that can't be refuted in about fifteen seconds? That's why he always just campaigns on issues like abortion when he's in other states, and he just talks about those kinds of freedoms, right? It doesn't. And, and yeah, a whole gay transgender debate. Yeah, but too, they all in there. they all will. Every Democrat's going to do that. So there's nothing. He doesn't have that extra. But you, you have to have you have to have something extra when you're running for president. Like start with your performance. You have some of the worst homeless situations in the nation. I mean, we've got half the homeless here in California. It's got some of the worst crime in these cities in the nation. I mean, the worst, the worst gas prices, the worst taxes. That's what I'm saying. This doesn't survive. Once he drives uh, down Interstate 80 east of Oakland, as soon as he leaves the Oakland city limits, his campaign's dead. So proving that this is really the worst kept secret, the U.S. Senator John Fetterman from Pennsylvania, who, of course, had a stroke uh, right before uh, he won his election in 2022, and uh, when he first came back to the Senate, we certainly played some of his stumbles. But you know what? He's come up with a couple of gems recently. Remember just last month? He said, uh, we can talk peace after Hamas is wiped out. Countering some within his own party that seemed to be a little too uh, pro-Hamas sounding. 
And now Saturday at a speech in Iowa, where I guess he was at some dinner to raise money for the Iowa Democratic Party, he said this about people running in the Democrat side against Joe Biden. Now there are two, there are two additional Democrats running for Pennsylvania, excuse me, running for president right now. One, one is a congressman from Minnesota. The other one is the governor of California. (laughs) They're both running for president, but only one had the guts to announce it. There you go. Notice so. Notice when he said governor of California, everybody there laughed. Yeah. Yeah. Because like it, I said, it's like the worst kept secret. We all know what he's but, doing. But even Democrats around the country, if they know who Newsom is, they know he's a joke. They know he's a buffoon. You'll, I, I mean, I just can't wait for this to happen. Everybody who's getting high on their own gas thinking that Newsom is going to prance around like a savior. He cannot campaign. He cannot take criticism. He cannot take competition. He's never had it. The few times he's been uh, criticized or questioned severely, he starts babbling and stumbling. The person he's referring to in the first is the Democratic representative, Dean Phillips from Minnesota, who is running a primary challenge to Biden. And then he mentioned the governor of California, who forgot he's debating Ron DeSantis at the end of the month. That kind of just disappeared, but that's still happening with Sean Hannity on Fox. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the end of November. Yeah. Well, I I hope uh, I hope uh, uh, DeSantis has got the energy and the focus to derail Newsom because Newsom comes out and he tries to babble and overwhelm you with a bunch of uh, nonsense facts. They're not actually facts, but they sound like them. And, and he's, he's got a certain style where he just keeps talking faster and faster and faster. And you can't keep track of all the uh, nonsense. Nonsense, yeah. The poo? All, all the poo that comes spewing out. By the way, Fetterman had a good one yesterday. I don't know if you saw. Uh, the, there, was a, there was a heckler at one of his events. He was campaigning for a woman running for local office in Pennsylvania. And some, uh, some bearded millennial guy starts uh, screaming at Fetterman over his uh, pro-Israel stance. And Fetterman says, well, the joke's on you. Uh, since my stroke, uh, I can't even understand what you're saying. <laughs> so he's got a, he's got a sharp uh, sense of humor in there. Uh, political reporters who were following Newsom also noticed that he has been giving campaign money to a mayor in South Carolina. Yep, South Charleston, South Carolina mayoral candidate Clay Middleton. Now, really, why would he be doing that? I mean, South Carolina is a key primary state. That's the state, by the way, mm. that pulled Biden from the grave back in uh, 2020. Yeah. His campaign was all but done, but he won that state handily. And from there, he went on to get the nomination. You know who else did that stuff was, uh, was Eric Garcetti. He was making donations uh, in prim- early primary states around the country. Oh, he was, was to yeah, political he operatives he yeah, wanted to support. He, yeah, and, and he, he was doing fundraisers and joint appearances and providing support to, you know, key officials. And it's, it's just standard practice. And it's what you do when you're running for president. My only question is, did the Democrat Party reach out to Biden to do this, to be the shadow candidate because Biden's going to drop? Or did he just do this on his own? I think, uh, I, I think backdoor. They said, get ready. Because you think there is a whole movement within the Democrat uh, hierarchy people, to get well, him ready. People inside the White House know that Biden is laying there like a corpse for maybe you know 18 <laughs> hours a day. Can you imagine what his bad days are like? 
Because it probably doesn't appear, right? Yeah, dementia patients have good days and bad days. And has he been seen very much since this? Once he gave a speech on the award, on the war last the couple war. of weeks, he hasn't been around. He hasn't said anything publicly. He's indoors, and. You know, they're waiting for him to have a good day, and then they'll send him out for five or ten minutes, and then he'll disappear again. Because it's 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 over, and they know it's over on the inside. And I, I, I and they also know he can't actually campaign full time. That's that's why they rigged up all these trials against Trump. And that might backfire on him. Oh, and just as a side note. There are five candidates left in the next Republican presidential debate tomorrow night in Miami. So there you go. Well, three of That's them are it. a waste of time. Uh, Tim Scott's a waste of time. Christie's a waste of time. And that Ramaswamy guy's a waste of time. The only, yeah. the only, Nikki the only Haley two, and DeSantis. They're the only two reasonable uh, replacements for Trump. Yeah, I'm not sure it matters, but I've read that Nikki Haley is actually, you know, doing better in the back polling on the Republican side, at least uh, as far as uh, who's left to challenge Trump. Yeah. Yeah, it's really and, just Nikki Haley and DeSantis. It only, right? it only matters if somehow Trump's support collapses because he really does go to prison. It won't. That'll only prove their point. That it, will make a difference. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about margin. What was the headline I saw today in the Wall Street Journal editorial? Trump is indicting his way to the presidency. <laughs> we got we got to see about the last five percent. Like I know his 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 base is going to be with him till he. Till he dies in prison, but then there's that that little middle group that decides the election. All right, uh, we'll be back, and when we come back, there'll be a keyword for you for a chance to win some more money from KFI. Johnny Ken KFI AM six forty live everywhere. iHeart Radio app. You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM six forty. Quick update about the Jewish man who uh, died. After yes, uh, getting his a, head, right? Yes, according to the New York Post, a rabbi named Mark Blazer has spoken to eyewitnesses. He says the man hit Paul Kessler in the face with a megaphone. That 100% app happened. He hit him right in the mouth and he went down. Paul was still conscious when he went down. At first, he thought he lost some of his teeth because he was hit so hard in the mouth. But once he went down, he hit his head on the pavement. Yeah, internal bleeding and. Yeah. And the fall caused him to die. And Yeah, I mean, he was alive, but he died uh, Monday morning. Yeah, so I, I don't know. The, uh, El Segundo lying propaganda Pravda Times is going with conflicting accounts. I, I don't think there's conflicting accounts. Uh, well, where'd the rabbi get that account from? He says eyewitnesses. Eyewitnesses, okay. I'm hoping, you know, being, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we get some detail in the press conference that some witnesses and uh, some Jewish organizations were supposed to hold earlier this afternoon. I don't know if that actually happened. Uh, right, but, but it's uh, like you said an hour ago, each side is going to have its own witnesses and its own story as to what happened, right? Well, I don't think Kessler hit himself. That's why with, they're trying to find video. I don't think Kessler hit himself with a megaphone. No, but you could see a situation where they were in each other's faces and pushing and shoving and the older guy goes down. Yeah. No, I think prison for the guy who uh, swung the megaphone. Oh, I'm sure he'll be charged with something. But again, again, he stayed and cooperated. It's not like he wanted to kill Kessler and ran off. So It's a 50-year-old man from Moore Park, if you haven't heard that. They're not giving out his name, but they went to his home and searched it and interviewed him. And uh, I don't know what story he's telling exactly, but we'll find out as this unfolds. Uh, from the category of wishful thinking, I mean, really? 
How often do we have to talk about this man the rest of our lives? O.J. Simpson was spotting looking extremely frail ah. and appearing to limp through the streets of Las Vegas today. Oh, good. In photos and video obtained by the New York Post, he was hunched over after getting out of his black SUV. Uh, I looked at the video, too. He is kind of hunched over. He's kind of dragging himself along. And, of course, he had knee injuries. In his oh, NFL look career. at him. Oh, isn't that too bad, huh? He looked I good know, in the video on the internet I saw yesterday on a sports show he's a, he's an, a guest on. Was he just sitting behind a desk, though? Yes, he yeah, was. To see him walking down the street, <laughs> this is more natural. This is how he really is. He's carrying like a tablet under his arm, but he's leaning way forward, and he kind of hobbles as he saunters down the street. He's oh, 76. I hope he's in a lot of pain. Uh, yeah, he is hunched over and hobbling. <laughs> yeah, apparently during the trial... Uh, Johnny Cochran wanted Simpson to show the jury multiple surgery scars on his leg, which trying to convince the jury that how could somebody who was in this bad a physical condition have killed two people that night? Yeah. Anyway. Johnny Cochran was so full of horse manure. Dead. What a terrible person he was. The woman that would not leave the Brentwood Airbnb rental that she had been staying at since 2021. Remember we talked about this story a few weeks ago? Elizabeth Hirschhorn. She's gone. She'd been living there rent-free for 575 days. She refused to leave unless she got 100 grand for relocation costs. I don't think she got that. Uh, the guy that owns the home is Sasha Jovanovic, and he rented her the guest house for six months at $105 a night. When the stay was over, she wouldn't leave. And I remember his story was, she called me in there to fix something, and I got to look around and said, oh, this isn't good. It's time for you to go. And then she just, she folded up uh, and said, I'm not going anywhere. And uh, he appealed an appeal to the city. And because they, quote, had never approved the unit for occupancy uh, and the shower was constructed without a permit, this made things tough for the guy that owned the house to get her out. Apparently what he said after she left was the place smelled and was full of flies. Which I didn't understand. If he didn't pay for the permit, then... You can fine him, but it's still he owns the house and he still has a right to kick out a uh, a, a tenant well, who long overstated her agreement. You have that squatters thing. If the house wasn't properly licensed and she got there for at least six months, she's got some sort of oh something LA's just cause ordinance uh, prohibits that, termination of tenancies without just cause. Okay, that's some communist ordinance that they passed. <laughs> that's not in the real world. I would I would I would have had some uh, mystery visitors uh, find her in the middle of the night and take her on a long ride somewhere. This story says it's not clear if she moved out permanently or plans to return, but the landlord changed the locks on the property. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would do that immediately. Get, get an armed guard at the, at the uh, front of the driveway. She's gonna All come right. back. We'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM six forty live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. Head is spinning. Everybody who is in the wrong is now in the right. And everyone who's in the right is now in the wrong. Exactly. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, John and Ken On Demand. It's the podcast, same as the radio show. You can listen to whatever you missed. Uh, another little piece of uh, about the Jewish man who was uh, killed in that uh, protest skirmish in Thousand Oaks on Sunday. We're going to talk to someone who says he saw it happen. Jonathan Oswax coming on our show at 3 o'clock. Go. So we'll see what his story is. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. That'll come up at 3.05 here on the John and Ken Show. A reminder that the Moist Line is coming back around on Friday, just three days away. We take your messages using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or you can call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. There is a big international event coming to San Francisco beginning Saturday. Most people have never heard of it. It's called APEC, the Asian Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit. It hasn't been in the U.S., I think, since 2011. Well, Biden will be there. The president of China will be there. It's a big deal as far as security is concerned. And for San Francisco, which has been under the spotlight for a number of problems, 
So reports are already coming out. You might have guessed that they're moving the homeless off the streets as fast as they can in preparation for the media <laughs> onslaught that will cover this conference. Remember, these will be reporters from all over the world. And didn't you say China that had ran a story last week about the homelessness? Oh, in, in... oh, oh that's, that was really funny because, you know, Newsom, you know, went to China to show off what a great leader he would be as president. And the Chinese repaid him by running uh, videos of uh, the degradation of San Francisco on their <laughs> websites. Yeah. Hope they pointed out he was mayor once. Right. Well, yeah, I think that was the point is, was to embarrass him. So I guess they weren't as impressed as all the kiss-ass, suck-up political reporters were in this country. Hey, well, last time we reported on this, there's a struggle in San Francisco. There's some judge, in a U.S. district judge in Oakland named Donna Rue, who stopped the city from enforcing some of its homeless ordinances back in December of last year. They appealed the ruling to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, and they want this possibly to go to the United States Supreme Court. And this is all that business from the Ninth Circuit. Remember the story out of Boise mm -hmm. from years ago about all the rules around uh, homeless sidewalk encampments and stuff like that. It, so It prevents San Francisco from clearing encampments unless they offer uh, adequate shelter, uh, which uh, I don't know what they're doing to clear out the encampments for this APEC conference. Right. But maybe maybe they've uh, maybe they've got some building they're going to haul off all the uh, homeless who live in that neighborhood. Yeah. Well, a person on TikTok, a worker in San Francisco, posted a video as she walked past the drug-addled homeless people passed out on the sidewalk mm. on the city's infamous Tenderloin district. Oh God, did you see that video? Yeah, I did. See it. Oh, it is so disgusting. So in fact, many... I'm looking at it right now just to review it again. There's so many zombie people. Uh, in, in San Francisco, and they 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 stand and and they're kind of tilted. It must be the xylazine. I think that's the crank. Oh, is that what causes because you to look? It, it yeah. causes you to stand slightly tilted, as if you're going to tip over, but you don't quite fall. Oh, the trash and, too! It's unbelievable. Oh, it's so foul and filthy. And yeah, she has to walk into the street and then back onto the sidewalk and, to get around all the crap. How many employees? How many uh, government officials are there in San Francisco and none of them herd these people into a shelter and clean up the road? None of them do. They just go to work because they don't care because there's no consequence for them. Ugh. Uh, the and, Tenderloin District apparently is near the Asian Art Museum. Oh, that could be big for OPEC, for APAC rather. Just a few well, blocks from City Hall. Because, yeah, because they'll flood all the uh, flood TikTok with uh, all these videos of disgusting San Francisco and its drug addled, dying uh, residents. And it's going to be all over Asia what it's like to, to live in San Francisco. San Francisco used to be a destination for a lot of Asians, especially wealthy Asians. I mean, I think yes. the, I think the city is at least twenty percent Asian somewhere in that range. Their Chinatown is famous. Yeah, San Francisco's Chinatown is world renowned. I saw a story last week where they were claiming that they're making a dent in the drug trade, that they've made more arrests than they've made in a long time. But yeah, well, I don't know. And again, it's certain areas of the city. You can still go to some. The other problem with it is if you're not in these areas that are overrun with the, you know, the zombie homeless drug users there's other areas that are just empty <laughs> like the some of the business sections of the city are just because mm. the buildings are empty people right. are not there anymore and if, and if it's empty it means uh, all the rats are going to uh take control of the place i mean the human rats the human uh, refuse the drug addicts and the mental patients san francisco 
Their homeless population, according uh, to the Daily Caller, increased by a f- almost 1,000 people between 2015 and 2022. Imagine how much money the city and the state spent on homelessness in San Francisco, and they ended up with 1,000 more people. Uh, another story that amused me concerning the homeless in San Francisco would come under the category of, and you may have never heard this term before, hostile architecture. Have a guess what hostile architecture is? Well, there are some people in San Francisco who are putting up large sidewalk planters to block homeless encampments. And homeless activists and their supporters are saying, that's hostile architecture. You can't do that. The San Francisco Chronicle ran a long story about the debate of putting up sidewalk planters. But apparently they're in many sections of the city now as businesses and apartment buildings say, come on, if we put this out there, it'll be a little tougher for them. Some put up boulders or rocky pavement, windowsill spikes, curved or slanted segmented benches. These are all considered hostile architecture. You you see how hard it is to fight anarchists? Because the people behind this this, uh, pro-vagrant movement really want to destroy the city. So every time the normal citizens put up a defense, the they the, come up with a term for it, right? right. The, a catchy term that the progressives in the media then highlight and and repeat, and so that everybody's going to use it, right? So you're going to walk by a planter or some kind of fencing. Oh, that's hostile architecture. You see there, <laughs> and it's like no, it's normal people trying to protect and defend themselves, uh, but but the see if if people would look at this as a uh, intentional war on normal civilization it's intentional anarchy all this would make sense don't waste your time saying well who would be against you know uh people trying to protect their businesses and homes with with you know impediments against the homeless sleeping there people who want anarchy people who really want to destroy your way of life they really believe that they feel that in their bones they talk to one guy that runs a cafe and it's in the Tenderloin District. And he defended putting up the planters. Uh, he said that uh, this not only keeps out some of the bad actors, but it creates b- beauty. We have very little greenery in this neighborhood. So, you know, you have like grass or plants inside the large planter box. It looks nice. Like it's like, like some towns create little medians where they plant oh, yeah. trees down the center well, of the, the street. Well, the pro-vagrant anarchists don't want beauty. They want what that video on TikTok showed. They want people standing like uh, tilting zombies with garbage and filth and feces and needles all around them. That's what that's what these uh, vagrant activists want, because they want to overthrow what they consider Mm -hmm. to be the unjust capitalist system that puts people in this state. And uh, we want them to stay out there as a reminder. Otherwise, you're just going to sweep them under the rug and hide them. Right. You're going to cover up the problem. I don't think it's a I really don't think it's about uh protecting the homeless or or trying to support the homeless to get them a better life because that's a that's futile all those homeless people are going to die pretty right. soon it is about destroying business owners and uh, nice neighborhoods because that re- represents the fruits of capitalism people who do well own their own businesses and then have uh, nice homes and nice neighborhoods and that's what has to be destroyed so they're using the homeless people as a weapon they know they can't save the homeless people. Nobody can. You, you got people uh, addicted to these uh, kinds of opioids and meth and fentanyl and crank and all that. Their brains are shot. There's no saving them. But you could use them kind of as a missile to destroy a neighborhood. All right. We'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. 
You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 3 o'clock, we're going to talk to a man by the name of Jonathan Oswax. Uh, he's uh, Apparently he was at the protest on Sunday where both sides in the Israeli-Palestinian debate faced off in Thousand Oaks from apparently opposing streets or other sidewalks. <clears throat> but then eventually... Uh, one of the pro-Palestinian protesters came over to the uh, Jewish side and uh, there was an altercation between that man and uh, another man. And the Jewish man was eventually knocked to the pavement, hit his head, and he died on Monday morning. This actually just happened on Sunday. So we're going to talk to this person and see what he can tell us from his point of view about what may have happened Involving the altercation? Was there a megaphone involved? What kind of words were exchanged? Because in the press conference we heard this morning, a lot of it uh, coming, you know, coming from Ventura County officials, there's a lot of conflicting stories as to what happened. So uh, they haven't decided yet to press any charges against the man. The, the man who died is Paul Kessler. We do not know the name of the other man, but uh, we'll find out from somebody who can tell us more coming up after the news at three o'clock well i don't know if you've ever wondered this but um if you've ever gone to an amusement park and waited on a long long line to get on a ride do you wonder what people do that have a bathroom emergency Mm. well apparently riders at disneyland and disney world have literally been defecating while standing in line you see the taboo has been broken by all the vagrants and now regular people are pooping in public. Well, remember the Taylor Swift fans that were bringing diapers to her concert? <laughs> At least they brought the diapers. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that. These people aren't bringing diapers. They're just uh, laying the loafs out right in the uh, right out in the open there. Yeah, I mean, this started with some posters on Reddit, and then it was picked up by others. Uh, one poster claimed to work at Disney World in Orlando, Florida, described guests that just leave their body waste on the premises. Bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at Disney. Let's just say the attraction I work at has what the cast ended up dubbing the poop hall because of the number of times guests have gone in there and pooped. We even put up a camera and that didn't stop it. A second <laughs> cast member, that's what they're called at Disney, confirmed. Good Lord, the poop hallway. Yeah, we know about that. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. One story I read said it's sometimes it's children because the parents don't want to lose their place in line and the kid really has <laughs> to lose your place. In line. Kids aren't good at holding it. Have someone else wait in line and take the kid to the bathroom. Like, what? You're with a group of people, realistically. Yeah, like, you're not going to Disneyland it, alone. It's, it's a family. I hope not. I hope you're not going to Disneyland alone, at least. The uh, Oh, I there are some guys who do, though. I know somebody who used to go to Disneyland alone. Questionable uh, behavior. A woman who stood in line for the Indiana Jones adventure at California's Disneyland burst into the control room for the attraction and deposited her gift right there. Oh, there's a girl you want to date, huh? It must have been challenging for the ride operator to stay at their post in there before it was all cleaned <laughs> that, up. That is dignified and elegant. So she was looking for a private space, so she ran into one of the... <laughs> a, a workspace? A room... A place where people are working? When you gotta go, you gotta go. You just have to look for the open door, right? Listen to this. The average wait time for the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is 78 minutes. 78 minutes? 
I wouldn't for, give 78 minutes for any ride. For the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? No way. Space Mountain is about an hour. It's now 200 bucks to get into the Anaheim Park. Did you see that? Did you see that? When did that happen? Uh, I see stories about the price increases, but I don't pay much attention because I don't go there often. I've probably only gone there once in the last 10 years. I don't wow. think I've gone even once. No. Uh, I, I, well, I, I have read stories that uh, since the pandemic happened and uh, Disney has gone through a big financial crisis, their stock price is half of what it used to be, that they uh, started uh, skipping on maintenance and that the parks were looking shabby and run down. I heard another story that, particularly in Orlando, because they did stay open mostly during the pandemic, that was the only place people could go. And now that the pandemic's over, people are not going there because we, oh, we did that back in 2020 right, and yeah. 21, right? So their attendance dropped off because that's just not on the list right now. That was People are dying to get out there again. That was the, my, the least favorite place that I went with my, uh, my sons. I, Disney World? D- Dis- Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, either one. Wow. That, that, whenever I heard like a little bit of Disney talk in the house, no. <laughs> hey, look over here. You didn't do the Disney cruise? No. No, I would have jumped. Oh, that's a horror show. As soon as I, I went to Disney, John would just start trying to talk about the Mets. <laughs> Let's go to a ball game. No, I'd go anywhere else. And, you know, the one time I did go, and we just went a handful of times, is I had a, a terrible digestive issue, which I do not want to go into, but I had my own emergency. And that, and that was my last experience at Disney. That's what I think about when I think of Disney. Yeah, at least you made la- it to the bathroom. Or did you? Uh, I did make it, but uh, I, the details are just awful. <laughs> they usually are. <laughs> They're too awful even for me. All right, a man's coming on the show next who said that he knows Paul Kessler. That's the Jewish man that died after slamming his head on the pavement at a rally for both sides, Palestinian and Israeli, in Thousand Oaks. So he can tell us he actually knows uh, Mr. Kessler. And he's coming on next, uh, Jonathan Oswalks. Uh, John and Ken, KFI AM 640. Live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. 
In a clinical trial, SmileActive's users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to SmileActives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. Land.com can help you find that little patch of ground to call your own and do all the hunting, fishing, and hanging out with the family you want. Just know that getting your own piece of land is something that can generate memories for generations, but also has the ability to generate income in both the near and long term. Like if you just want to start a rental business slash family compound. Go to Land.com and check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from all across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is a place to find and invest in your open space.